Welcome to the Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, with your host, Director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. Today we're talking about parks and recreation. We'll be talking about state park opportunities, national parks, and really just about those recreational opportunities that are are there for veterans and their families here in Michigan. Joining us today will be Scott Berry, a park ranger at the Pictured Rocks National Parks, Petty Officer First Class Lyndon Wolf, who is a a Coast Guard member, as well as the manager of the Point Betsy Cottage and the Department of National Resources, Parks and Recreation Division Chief, Ron Olson. It's going to be a great show today. Uh, great information and you know it's why you choose and have chosen Michigan as a place to live work and have recreation and play so um, we hope that you'll stay tuned you'll take some notes and then you'll start getting on to register for these opportunities so stick around we'll be right back on the veterans perspective Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. I'm so uh, grateful to be able to talk to you on this November, I mean, July day. Look, I said November. It's July, July 16th. Um, and I'm so um, pleased to be able to speak with you today and really be able to talk with you about some of the recreational opportunities that are here in Michigan. You know, one of the things we're, we're hearing a lot about that we've continuously heard about is suicide prevention. And, um, you know, there are many ways to prevent suicide. There are, you can um, really being connected is a a big component of that, being connected to resources and opportunities. Um, You know, working with a mental health uh, professional is a great start. You know, having a good uh, family unit and a good uh, support unit around you is a good start. Uh, Getting involved in arts and um, activities, those are great avenues and outlets. Um, But one of the other things is recreation. So not everyone is a a singer or an artist or a a musician. Um, Not everyone is, is, is ready to seek the professional help that could help them get where they need to get. But a lot of times recreation can start that process of healing. And so, you know, we're going to be talking today about some of the national parks as well as some of the state parks that are here in beautiful, pure Michigan. And, you know, it's great that we have, you know, this this great budget in the state that actually helps support parks and recreation as well, because it's a huge component of why people live here in Michigan. Um, you know, just a little bit about my background uh, and my story for those of you who may not know, you know, I struggled with um, being suicidal and depression and anxiety for, for many, many years and, you know, post-injury. And really there were a lot of organizations that were out there looking to assist veterans through recreation, even those who were injured, um, like myself, who um, had struggled to walk and had ambulatory issues. And so I got to do some amazing things. And it really, those amazing things started when I was, it started right before I moved here to Michigan, um, but it really, I was really able to embrace it when I moved here to Michigan. And so, you know, I got to, I I think, kayak for the first time. I, I had never kayaked before. And, you know, I was out near Detroit and got to kayak with, you know, an organization that supports um, disabled veterans. And, you know, I saw people doing amazing things. They were rock climbing and all of this was outdoors in beautiful Michigan. Um, We, you know, 
I, I was able to do horseback riding limited, obviously, because of my injury, but able to do those types of things, which were recreational opportunities. There were opportunities to, to, to white water raft, um, uh, to, to do white water rafting and um, to just really see what the outdoors has to offer through recreation. And that's why, you know, the conversation that we're having today around national parks and parks is so important because you have to be able to unplug, you have to be able to, to, to see something different and there's something about nature. For me, there's something about water. And I don't know about you, but there's something so calming and quiet about water. And I don't have to be in the water, but to just be present by the water where it's quiet, potentially serene. And I, it's a way to connect with nature. And if you've never had that opportunity, maybe you live in an urban area, maybe you um, just have never gotten to the beach and you've lived here all of your life for many years or just a couple of years, I would encourage you to take advantage of that because the pitch, picturesque scenery and some of that you'll hear about today um, that we have in Michigan and the, the beautiful rocks and the beautiful trees and the beautiful beaches and just outdoor living um, is amazing. There are places that you can look up that you can rent a camper, rent an RV. You can rent a cabin here in Michigan um, to go camping and take your family outside of your normal day-to-day -day environment, outside of your work office, outside of your, your, your home block and go and see what Michigan has to offer. I promise you that um, getting out and getting together and one with nature is healing to your soul. And so as you're looking for these opportunities, I encourage you to search recreational opportunities on Google here in Michigan. You can search recreational opportunities for veterans, recreational opportunities for disabled veterans, recreational opportunities for caregivers. And if nothing else, you can give us a call at 1-800-MICHVET to find out some of those recreational opportunities near you. We don't have a list of all of them. And as we learn about them, we add them to our database. Um, but uh, but you can always Google and find out more of that information as well. And there's so many different programs out, you, out there. Some of them are no cost. Some of them are low cost and some of them have a cost. Um, but I, I encourage you to think about what's the cost of your mental health? What's the cost of your well-being? What's the cost of your connection to your family? And, and, and think about that as you determine if recreational opportunities are for you. So, you know, as always, I want to remind people um, that uh, we have a newer website. Um, and so I would encourage you to check it out. That's michigan.gov slash MVAA. And also, if you would like to be a guest on the show or you have a show idea, we would love to hear from you. So you can click on that um, about us section at the michigan.gov slash MVAA and scroll down to the veterans perspective link, fill that information out. And if we like your idea and we want to have you on the show, we'll have somebody reach out to you. Um, I, I, I want to thank you all for tuning in each and every week and making sure you're listening and again, welcome your ideas. And so I also wanted to remind you all that today uh, was the day that 988 officially launched, and that is the new suicide prevention line um, to make it easier for veterans or anyone to get access to resources. And so if you want to reach the Veterans Crisis Line or you want to reach your Veterans Crisis Line for the veteran in your life to kind of get them back on track, uh, they're dealing with something uh, stressful, you can press, you can call 988, press one, and you can get connected to the Veterans Crisis Line. Otherwise, if you're just uh, someone out there who's listening and maybe you're not a veteran, you can call 988. 
and you can have a conversation and maybe uh, work through whatever you may be dealing with. So we are looking forward to an exciting show. We look forward to seeing you after the commercial break on the Veterans Perspective. So stick around. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. Joining me as our first guest today is Scott Berry, a park ranger with the National Park Service for the last seven years. He's currently assigned to the Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore in the Upper Peninsula on the Lake Superior shoreline. He's originally from Marquette and is a U.S. Army veteran. Welcome to the show, Scott. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. So, you know, I, first of all, thank you for your service. Thanks for serving in the Army, uh, Army, Army, uh, veteran as well here and so um you know i'd love to know first of all what you know what made you join the national park service um i used to work for the national forest service in wisconsin and um i as you know i as you said i grew up in marquette and um this opportunity came up to uh to work at pictured rocks and uh, plus got me a little closer to home and i've always wanted to work for the national park service and when i was younger i always I, I was only 40 miles from Pictured Rock, so I'd, I'd come backpacking here and kayaking when I was uh, living up here before. Well, you know, I have not been to Pictured Rocks yet, and so, um, and, and I hear it's beautiful. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about it and maybe give us some some visual imagery so that our listeners can imagine what that looks like. <laughs> um, so Pictured Rocks, it starts, most of the trips come up uh, based out of Munich, Michigan where we have 12 miles of, of sandstone cliffs, some of them up to a couple hundred feet high. And um, there's a few viewing points, but a lot of people do a boat ride or, or I guess, the, or sea kayak, sea kayaking uh, trips. Um, so we have the 12 miles of cliffs, and then there's about uh, 12 to 15 miles of beaches. And, and then we have about nine miles of, um, sand dunes that stretch from Munising. It's about 42 and a half miles, at least the, the length of the shoreline from Munising to Grand Marais, Michigan. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's beautiful. There's a lot of overlooks. Um, so you can drive to a lot of spots or our main thing is hiking, a lot of hiking trails around here. Um, the North Country Trail goes through the lake shore along, along the lake. Um, and so we get a lot of backpackers also. Okay. And so um, I, I assume, you know, because of the name Picture, Pictured Rocks, this is one of those places where you can get some great photos as well. You can get some great photos. Um, it is sandstone. So especially when it's wet, you'll see different colors of black, green, um, reds. So you get a lot of, you get a lot of different colors in the rock as well. So it's, yeah, especially after a, a little bit of rain coming through seeping through the rocks yeah i assume that's a really big tourist area um up it's there pretty busy around here yeah especially okay. the certain july okay and so um you know we're talking about um this national park service and i know in the last few years um there were some opportunities that were opened up for veterans can you talk a little bit about um you know how someone that's a veteran could potentially get access to the national park and what the fees may be for that you bet. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's great. Um, a couple of years ago, um, there, there was a, there was an order that, uh, oh, that basically the, the military pass, which we have, 
uh, veterans and Gold Star families are eligible for this now. Um, so a veteran can come to um, to like the National Park Service here or a National Forest Service office and or you know or Fish and Wildlife office and you you can pick up your pass. You would need some. You would um. So the purpose of this program is for a veteran identified as an individual who served in the U.S. Armed Forces, including the Guard and Reserves, and is able to present one of the following forms of ID. So you need you need like a unexpired U.S. Department of Defense identification card, or a veteran's health identification card, or a veteran's ID card, or even if it's on your driver's license. Like some of the state driver's license has, you can put veteran on it. That works as well. Unfortunately, we don't accept like the 214, the DD 214, just because it has so much um, personal information on there. Then you just have to bring one of those to uh, a visitor center, and we can get you a veteran. We'll get you a military pass, which is good for a year. So we have to punch it. Like if you came in today, we'd punch it for July of next year. But in the future here, um, probably in the fall, I heard November-ish, um, that the veterans and the Gold Star families will have their own lifetime pass. Okay, and so what does that pass get you? So, I mean, we're talking about entering a national park. I mean, can you fish? Like, does that, what does that, what does that get you? It's mostly, for that pass, it's mostly just entrance fees. Okay. So if you went to, like, Pictured Rocks right now, we have an entrance fee to get in the park, it would be free. Or if it's like Sleeping Bear Dunes, that also has an entry entry fee. It's like forty five dollars for for the year. You get to go in free. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it so, is awesome. Yeah, that is. I and I need to probably take advantage of that. That's uh, and, and it's uh, nation. You know, and it's um throughout. It's uh you know a pass that's um good for all national parks and some and any place that charges any you know federal agency that charges. Okay. You can also get that pass, you know, if you can't get to like a park or a visitor center, you can also do it through um, so USGS. So it'd be like, if you go to online, like store.usgs.gov, there'll be a lot of selections of different passes and you could order your pass through that particular site as well. I think it does cost like a processing fee of 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, save a, save a trip. Potentially, so store.usgs.gov. Um, that, that's great. And so, um, you know, just uh, you know, really quickly, uh, you know, do you are there like um, places that a veteran or anyone really could rent to? You know, if they go to a national park, like a like a cottage or a cabin or some of those other things that some other parks have. Yeah, for for our. There, there are spots definitely you can do that here. It's mostly, um, we mostly have campgrounds. Okay. So we don't have any type of rental cabins um, or anything like that. I know there are like some spots in the national forest that do rent cabins as well. Um, yeah, but here we, we, it's mostly campsites we have. So you can bring your camper, your RV, get your um, military pass, uh, eventually maybe by the end of the year, your lifetime military pass and just go yep. to the parks and enjoy all of the beautiful scenery that's there. And, 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 and then you would need like, if you wanted to fish at the national park, you would need a Michigan uh, fishing license or you, how would that work? You would, yes. We definitely, we're under, 
we, we follow the state rules here okay. for, for fishing. There's another pass too for that's for for it's a, called an access pass. It's it's more for a person with a disability, but if you know if you're a veteran and you, you get that you have you know if you're a rated veteran with a disability, you qualify for this access pass, and that's all you'd have to do is bring in um, that paperwork. Usually, if you if you have a disability, you get every year from the VA, and you can bring that in, and that's a free lifetime pass as well. Okay. And that one actually, that one gets you in the parks free or, you know, other places free, but also that one has a little extra benefit of half price camping um, or half price. Some, sometimes maybe it's a tour depending on the park. So it does um, have a little extra benefits. Well, that's great information. So I'm hearing that there are some opportunities for uh, those who have a service-connected disability to get some additional um, access to that lifetime um, pass, as well as any veteran to be able to, with proof of their veteran status, except for the DD-214, to be able to get access as well. So, you know, I, I look forward to uh, hopefully seeing more veterans at the Picture Rocks National Lakeshore uh, uh, National Park, and then uh, looking forward to uh, hearing more about uh, what's going on in the future. So thank you so much for joining us today, Scott. Thank you. It's been great. And so for those listening and for more information, um, you can actually go to that store.usgs. I believe it was GOV um, to find out more about if you want to get that pass in person, you can visit one of the national parks um, with your documentation and get your uh, free access pass. And then you can also visit us at uh, michigan.gov slash MVAA to find out more about other recreational opportunities. And, or you can give us a call at 1-800-MICHVET. That's 1-800-642-4838. Thank you so much for joining us today, Scott. And we'll be right back with the next guest on the Veterans Perspective. Thank you. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. Now, your host, director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. And joining us as our next guest is Lyndon Wolf, who's been in the Coast Guard for 13 years since shortly after graduating high school. He has served aboard two cutters and three shoreside units and has spent the majority of his career in Alaska and Hawaii. What a difference. <laughs> in 2020, he transferred to the sector field office in Grand Haven as one of the approving officials of one of the Michigan area purchasing teams supporting the entire Great Lakes region. In 2022, he became the manager of the Point Betsy Cottage and is excited to be a part of the morale, welfare and recreation program. Welcome to the show, Lyndon. Thank you for having me. So first of all, thank you for your service. Uh, it's not often we run across cross Coast Guard veterans. And so uh, love it that you're on our show and able to talk about that experience. And so um, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I'd love to know, first of all, before we jump into talking about um, the M MWR program, uh, you know, why did you join the Coast Guard? Uh, so my father was actually uh, Coast Guard. He retired back in 2010. And uh, so I already knew a lot about it coming out of high school. I was trying to get into um, one of the military academies in general and um, didn't get accepted, but I was still willing to serve. And so I decided to kind of follow in his footsteps. Very good. Very good. So you've, um, how long have you been in Michigan? Uh, we've been here for two years now. We, uh, we transferred here right when COVID 
stuff started. <laughs> gotcha. So. Well, uh, I, Green Haven's a great area if that's where you're staying. Uh, I don't yes. live too far from there. So uh, it's a great area if you're going to move here. And uh, it's got a very good uh, Coast Guard presence. And I would say, I think probably you're going into your first year of a main full Coast Guard uh, event in August, right? Uh, it would be our second. We did it last year as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I look forward to that every year. My kids go out to that every year. So, you know, you, you are the manager of the Point Betsy Cottage. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and, you know, how that, uh, how veterans can take advantage of that? Yeah. So I took over the manager position a couple months ago, the uh, prior manager transferred out to uh, Georgia and uh, Point Betsy, it's, it's just a cottage that the, uh, the Coast Guard, the sector field office here uh, manages. Uh, for the MWR program so that active duty, reserve, retired, anybody with an MWR eligibility status uh, can come and stay and, and have a good time, uh, kind of hang out at the beach, enjoy the weather, check out the lighthouse when it's open during the season, and uh, just really relax and enjoy the time here. Okay, I, I assume this probably fills up pretty quickly. It does. Uh, so our, our June, July, August time frame, the, you know, the height of summer uh, is usually always reserve pretty quickly it's usually packed um but it's open 24 7 throughout the year um it's a small you know two bedroom one bath cottage it can sleep up to seven there's a couple couches so you could squeeze in a few more if you needed to uh it's just east of the lighthouse itself you can see it right out the uh the side window of of the cottage it's fully furnished but we don't provide linens and towels you know, just because there's no laundry amenities available at the cottage um, but it's available to all eligible MWR patrons, and uh, it's only seventy-five dollars a night, so it's it's not a bad, not a bad deal. Minimum three nights stay, max of seven, just to allow more participation with it. Okay, and so um, minimum, uh, you said so minimum three nights stay. Um, it can sleep yes, with the with the couches and things up to seven. Um, when you know when does this opportunity open up usually um, for people to start registering? Uh, so uh, online on our, our reservation website, uh, that's how we handle all of our reservations for the cottage. Um, for active duty, since they're the primary uh, group that we're trying to support, uh, they can reserve up to 120 days in advance. Whereas for everybody else, uh, reserve, retired, they can all do uh, 60 days in advance. Okay. And so that's why during the June, July, August, it gets real competitive. Okay. And so you rent, do you rent in like September, October, November? Or? Uh, yes, it's available year round. Okay. Okay. That's really good to know. And so um, you're, it's, it's open to active duty. It's open to National Guard, reservists, retired military, looks like um, uh, up to zero to 100% dis disability service connected. Um, yes. So if you're service connected, you can get access to it as well. I, I assume there's probably a hierarchy of priority or is it just you reserve and that's it if you qualify? Uh, yeah, so uh, with, the, with the active duty 120 days, there's still, you know, if, if a retired um, requests for it and they're within their 60 day window and they, they have the reservation in first, then first come first serve. Okay. All right. And so also open to Purple Heart recipients, former POW, veteran caregivers, which that's huge, uh, yes, DOD civilians and such. So what kind of proof do people need or is it is it connected with the DOD system so that you automatically know? 
No, we don't have a, a connection to any DOD system. There would be a lot of uh, information security stuff that we'd have to do in order to make that happen. So right now it's just kind of on the honor system. Whenever uh, a patron puts in the reservation on the website, uh, we ask that they put in the notes, their eligibility status, whether they're active duty, whether they're retired and whatnot. And okay. uh, we just go off of that. Okay, that sounds good. And so um, you, uh... And so there are other opportunities um, that veterans can take advantage of through the MWR program. Do they just call? Do they come visit? How do they find out more about what's available through MWR in general? Uh, the best, the best uh, option to really get a good overview of everything available, especially for different areas, would to be uh, to look up online uh, the MWR uh, program. Okay. And so that's not specific to Michigan. That's just kind of... Yeah, uh, it it's just general NWR. You can you can filter it down um, for the cottage specifically. Uh, we have our own website. It's managed through uh, reservation or vacation vacation rental desk, um, and that website um, can be Googled. Uh, if you just Google Point Betsy Cottage, it should be the first option that pops up for uh, vacation rental desk. Um, or alternatively, you can go to uh, militarycampgrounds.us, and that has a listing of a lot of the different uh, lodging within a certain state. You filter it down to the Michigan area, and Point Betsy Cottage is one of the four listed for the state of Michigan. All right, that's that's excellent information. And so um, you get access to the beach, you um, get access to this cottage, you get a beautiful view with the uh, Point Betsy Lighthouse, and, and it's in beautiful Grand Haven. So that's, that's, that's a, I guess, not so secret gem anymore, right? But it's... <laughs> yeah, it's a good spot. The cottage is actually up in uh, Frankfurt, Michigan. Mm -hmm. It's about, uh, it's like three and a half, four hours north of uh, Grand Haven. Oh, okay. Um, it's right there by Point Betsy Lighthouse. There's uh, within walking distance, you've got the tours at the lighthouse when they're open. They have a gift shop there, a little museum. Um, the beach, of course, is, is wonderful. There's a, an, a path right off the back deck of the cottage to it. Um, there's fishing within the area. And then just in the general town of Frankfurt, you've got restaurants, you've got shops. Um, Traverse City is only about an hour away uh, to the east. And then um, you've got Sleeping Bear Dunes, which is just a half hour north. So there's a lot to do in the area. Well, that's great. And we were just talking about Sleeping Bear Dunes and getting your uh, military access pass if you're a veteran to be able to go to that national park. So, um, you know, this is great information, Lyndon. I appreciate you coming on the show and joining us today to talk about it. And, and also thank you for your service and what you're continuing to do in the Coast Guard. So uh, well, thank, thank you, you so man. much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And so for more information, again, you can Google Point Betsy Cottage on online, and you can also give us a call at 1-800-MICHFET. That's 1-800-642-4838 to find out more about opportunities that are out there. As always, I want to remind you all that, um, you know, uh, we just... Uh, it, the 988 number was just launched, so 988-PRESS-1 if you want to reach the Veterans Crisis Line, but that is the, the crisis and the suicide prevention line. So if you want to um, get connected to that or share that information out widely, that just happened um, on the 16th. So we thank you for joining us, and we will be right back with our final guest on the Veterans Perspective when we return. 
Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. I'm your host, Zanetta Adams, Director of the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. And our final guest for today is Ron Olson, who earned his bachelor's degree in recreation and park administration from the University of Minnesota and his master's degree in the same major from Indiana University. He served for 20 years as associate city administrator and superintendent of the Ann Arbor Parks and Recreation Department. He became chief of the Parks and Recreation Division for the state of Michigan DNR, so Department of Natural Resources, in January 2005. He's responsible for operations, budgeting, planning, and strategic management of the division that includes harbors, state parks, recreation areas, trails, and boating access sites. Olson also serves on the National Recreation and Park Association's Congress Program Committee. Welcome to the show, Ron. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, and thank you for all that you do. Um, you know, we know that recreation is, is an important piece of suicide prevention efforts, um, and you know, we serve the 11th largest veteran population in a country. So it's important that we're always looking for different ways that we can support veterans and help them to to heal and deal with whatever they're dealing with. And so, um, I'd love to know more about what you do at DNR. I mean, I know you're responsible for the budgeting operations, but you know, what is what is what is some? What are some of the recreational um, things that you're kind of involved with? Well, we uh, always say, "Why do we do what we do?" And one of our big, the ultimate goal is to create lifelong memories. And uh, in order to do that, you need to have places to go and in enjoyable opportunities and diverse and relevant recreational opportunities. And things evolve and change over time. And we have many, many traditional. Uh, uh, things that people do in the outdoors, like camping, but, you know, camping has evolved over time from tents to RVs to, uh, and now we have cabins and yurts and other kinds of lodging opportunities to provide a variety of things. But we do have a gambit, for example, of the very rustic uh, dispersed camping all the way to a full hookup uh, site. And we also have uh, certain campgrounds that are equipped for full full accessibility. We're still working on that, but we, so we try to provide a, a quite a, a variety of experiences. And then, uh, so that's the camping part of it. We also, in the state parks, we have a number of campgrounds. There's over 14,000 campsites in the state parks. And then we have a, another 140 uh, campgrounds in the state forest <clears throat> that provide another 1,200. But those are mostly rustic experiences. So the the diversity of, of, of places to go and things like that. And then in the trail side, we have non-motorized trails, boating, I mean, uh, uh, mountain bike trails. And and in the wintertime, now the emergence of fat biking. And, and then we have um, many miles of rail trails and paved trails and, and also compacted limestone trails so that people can traverse. And those, by the way, are uh, the paved trails and that are available for e-bikes as well, class one e-bikes. Um, and so we have that. And then in the boating side, we have a number of, uh, of uh, harbors of the Harbor of Refuge program that we partner. We have 19 harbors we run, and then there's 63 harbor partners that we work with that are public owned harbors for people to boat. And then the access 
1,300 boating access sites to open up uh, public waters, uh, either rivers, streams, and lakes in the state, including the Great Lakes, to provide public access. Uh, I should mention on the trails, of course, we have the uh, motorized side of it, where we have snowmobile program and operate probably 6,500 miles of <clears throat> excuse me, snowmobile trail and a, a very robust system of ORV trails too. And uh, we just opened an ORV park in Oakland County in partnership with Oakland County Parks. It's called the Holly Oaks uh, ORV area, which is very, very popular. And of course we have this Silver Lake uh, sand dune ride, which is one of few in the country that provide uh, a sand dune experience. Um, and then uh, we have a number of other things. Uh, we have everything from the Porcupine Mountain Wilderness State Park, which is a designated wilderness area, 60,000 acres, uh, 90 miles of backcountry trails and all the things, a ski area there, and all the way down to the city of Detroit, where we have um, Millican State Park as part of the uh, Riverwalk uh, complex. And then we created the Outdoor Adventure Center in and uh, in that same park to create an experiential opportunity for people uh, in the urban community to, to see and experience, you know, in a facility, what it's like to travel to uh, far reaching places in the UP and otherwise to give people a chance to see what it's like to ride on an ORV or what it's like to rumble on a snowmobile and uh, many other things. And then we, of course, manage Belle Isle and Detroit uh, through a lease with the city. So we have a lot of uh, everything in between uh, that and have lots of uh, experiential opportunities for people. Yeah, those uh, sounds like amazing opportunities. And I know, you know, just hearing what you're saying, you mean you have rental opportunities that I know that people can go to your website, uh, the DNR website, um, to find out if there's openings at some of the different parks. But then also, um, you know, for those veteran groups out there, there's a potential for them to rent. I know that you have a larger area up in Higgins Lake, I believe, that people could rent out potentially as well, right? Yeah, we have, uh, well, we have various group uh campsites and gathering areas that people can secure for their group uh, uh, that's separated from a normal campground because that's a different uh, way to engage with that because that requires reservations but so does the group camping areas but those are areas where a group could say we want that and that's what they're intended for so we have those uh, scattered around the state uh, for people to utilize in group settings. Uh, and uh, yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities for group gatherings too. Well, and that's, you know, I, I share that because that's important for, you know, we have a lot of groups out there that are looking at suicide prevention. They do retreats. And so there's opportunities there to reach out to DNR for that. And then I will, I will also say that, you know, we, we did have your director on previously, I think it was last year, and we, we kind of talked about some of the free state park access, which is open to Medal of Honor recipients, 100% disabled veterans, XPOWs for free. Obviously, you have to have a license designation on that. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that um, a special, the specialty license plate designation for any of those uh, uh, priorities. But, you know, uh, the, the governor did just waive the fee for um, 
uh, veteran specialty license plates as well. I think there was a $5 fee associated with that. So just to let people know that that doesn't get you into the state parks. However, um, if you're one of those uh, folks that we just mentioned, um, uh, one of the Medal of Honor recipients or 100% disabled veterans or XPOWs, you can get access to that as well as the hunting and fishing licenses. So, um, you know, where can people find out more information about um, uh, specifically about how to get access maybe to the reservation site or to find out how they can um, find out what parks are available as well? Well, it's very simple. Uh, it's uh, michigan.gov uh, forward slash uh, DNR, and that'll take you to our website, and then you can prompt yourself, uh, and it's done by interest and topical areas and people can say if they're interested in a particular thing whether it's trails or camping or whatever kind of thing they're interested in they can find their navigate their way uh to find out what they need uh, i mean if people have a particular park in mind or a destination uh, another option would be to just look up on that same website the telephone number of the park and call there and and, and inquire uh, if they have a specific uh, question about that particular location. Well, Ron, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I want to thank our other guests as well for talking about these recreational opportunities. I mean, it's, it's great to see so much that we can do in Michigan and beautiful Michigan. And I, I you know, this is a great uh, thing for veterans to want to stay here and, and, and have recreation here. So thank you for joining us today. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Right. And uh, again, just reminder that um, you can reach us at 1-800-MICHVET. That's 1-800-642-4838 about anything that you heard on the show today. We will see you next week on the Veterans Perspective and have a great weekend.